Welcome to Access College on KPFK 90.7 Los Angeles, a new radio show devoted to helping students and families get better information about college admissions and better access to higher education. I'm your host, Jenny Umhofer. This week, we tackle the college essay, and I do mean tackle, because the college essay is elusive. It doesn't come easy. It takes focus, determination, and a concerted effort to get it down. The college essay is a full-contact undertaking. Author Joe Bonomo captures the full contact spirit of the college essay beautifully when he says, The essayist really is an arbitrary wanderer over a theme that remains hidden. But one way a theme emerges for the essayist is via attentive, honest, and candid self-interrogation. The charge of any essayist is to ask, Why does my experience matter beyond the fact that it's my experience, and how might it be made to matter to others? Today on Access College, a college essay conversation. The college essay may well be the toughest part of applying for college. In my work helping students and families through the college admissions process, the college essay is the most common stumbling block, the highest hurdle. It's hard to write about yourself, and it's even harder to write about yourself when you feel like you're in the spotlight or under a microscope. And that's what the college application process feels like to many students. That's why the college essay is so hard. But the college essay is also the most rewarding and most poignant part of applying for college. For the student, it's a journey of self-exploration, self-expression, and self-realization. A moment to grapple with the question, who am I? And for the college, it's a window into the mind of the applicant, a humanizing event, and a real potential game-changer in the admissions decision-making process. As a college admissions officer, I remember the thrill of sitting down to read essays. In every batch of essays, there was always one that moved me— one that sent me racing down the hall, eager to share it with a colleague. Needless to say, I never did that with a transcript or an SAT score. And that's the power of the college essay, its ability to capture the mind and heart in a way that decisively influences the college admissions process. With me today to discuss the college essay is Terry Devine from Francis Parker School in San Diego. Terry and I listened in on a roundtable discussion among a group of Los Angeles high school students. We have Stephanie, a senior from Carson High School Medical Magnet, Lucas, a senior from Woodrow Wilson High School, and Charlie, a recent graduate of South Pasadena High School who is attending Boston University this fall. Today we have a very special guest, Terry Devine, with us from the Francis Parker School in San Diego, which the Wall Street Journal has recognized for the many students it sends to prestigious colleges, and CBS has called it one of the top Ivy League feeders on the West Coast. Terry is one of the reasons for those accolades and has a wealth of experience in college admissions and college counseling. She has also served as the president of the Western Association for College Admissions Counseling. Welcome, Terry. Thank you, Jenny. It's a real pleasure to be here. So today we are focusing on the personal essay. Why do you think it's so hard for so many students to write the essay? I think for teenagers in general, starting to talk about themselves and sort of owning sort of who they are and what they want to do with their lives and things like that. These are huge things for, for a young person to start to deal with. And also, I think the writing process is interesting. We don't, we don't assign the personal narrative 
in our English classes. So when someone wants to wants to talk about, well, here's what I think and here's why, we're not usually asking that so much. And who are you as a person? So I think in some ways I like to build that, if you can at a school, to build that a little bit more into the English curriculum or even in the history class or wherever. But when you're writing, to get them used to writing about themselves a little bit more. And I think in general teenagers, they want, they want to blend in. They don't want to stand out. And at that age, sometimes you're just more focused on your friends and and sort of your group, and you're not thinking about the individual. And this process sort of, it forces you to do that, and it's a little bit uncomfortable. So first of all, they're not used to writing about it. So we have to, we have to get them in that space and let them feel comfortable there. But in addition, they just, they need to start more of a journal entry, I think, is a nice way to start with it, as opposed to, I'm sitting down to write my college essay. If you think of those prompts as like some things for you to start thinking about and just journaling about, you're going to come up with some really interesting ideas. And in my work with students, I noticed that very few of them really know who they are, and even those who do don't know how to write about it. Have you noticed that in your work as well? Absolutely. Yeah. And again, it's it's giving them the space to, to journal and think freely about it without it being in the, the context of the essay. One of the things I tell the students, too, is that you should learn something about yourself through the writing of the essay. And that just frees them up a little bit to go, oh, I didn't have to know what direction this was going when I started. It's okay for it to just sort of take me in a direction. And again, allowing it to be a little more free. You've probably reviewed a lot of college essays over the course of your career. <laughs> About how many essays would you say you've read? Oh, my. <laughs> then I'd have to divulge my age. Let's <laughs> just say um, in 20 years, <laughs> there have just been many, many, many. And, and I think most admissions people, too, when you've worked in college admissions and then working on the high school side, you see it from both sides. And the, on the college side, you sort of see that more what you th- – think might be more polished, they're just, there's thousands of, of essays that we reviewed. And the ones that stick out are always the ones where a student is just really being genuinely like who they are and telling you why they think the way they think. And there are those that I, one of the things was, that would stick out for me, one was looking through the, looking at the world through the lens of a camera, which people have done as sort of photography students. You might get that essay occasionally, but this had a, just a very very genuine response to it and and not sort of formulaic. It just sort of felt like I was standing there with this person and, and she's telling me what she's seeing. And that was really lovely. Another one was about a young woman who would go with her father. They'd go out every time there was a meteor shower. Her father would wake her up at two in the morning. They'd drive out to the desert and they'd go and watch the meteor shower. Those types of experiences that are so simple yet so so big and so profound as a young person then developed a real love of astronomy. The students think, I think, sometimes that they have to write about some sort of trauma or their biggest challenges, where it really can be very simple things. And it, again, we're just trying to see how you think and why you think those things. What are some of the characteristics that just don't cut it in your experience? Anything can be a bad essay. The bad essays sometimes are, are sometimes very strong students that try and use a lot of SAT words, and they try and, and speak in a, and write in a way that they don't actually speak. So it, it just falls very flat, and it's annoying to read, to be honest, as admissions person, you know, having read these as well, that those are just real challenging. And you really want the student to just to get out in ahead of that and just, t- just tell us in your own voice 
why why this thing this uh, this matters to you, whatever the topic is. You also find the ones that are the sort of very typical essays that are about the big game that we all won together, and we you know we're the big team. And if you have a, a very unique perspective on that game that the other people don't have, or if there's something really special about it, it's it's it may be fine, but in general, that can be a real challenging essay to read because you see them over and over again. And they're just if someone else can write that same essay, you're not going to stand out. You've got to think about it, why that was important to you. And the ones that just aren't they're just underdeveloped where one of the questions I'll ask students when we're working on the essays, I'll say, well, like they have questions they have to answer. And so when someone reads it, if I read your essay and I say, this is an area I want to know more about, I can circle that. And so I want them to be able to start developing those things. So I tell students, ask other people that you trust or whatever to read this and ask them like these questions. I don't want to hear edits. I don't want to hear someone changing your voice. But what would they like to learn more about? What did they learn about you through that essay? And is there anything they felt should have been added or left out? And I don't like a lot of people reading essays. I think it can really hurt a student's essay for sure. But those types of things are not changing your voice. It's just giving you feedback. Our English faculty also work with the students, and they're incredibly helpful to sort of get them going. We also work with some different college admissions people that will help them to start thinking. And we want them to look first. The thing is, now that the Common App has sort of changed and you have very specific prompts that they have to answer, and then you have the UC prompt, which is it's not changing anytime soon. Right. So those are, the, those are the ones that, I mean, obviously, it's nice to start just journaling those and seeing which ones you can develop the most. Sure. I think students sometimes, too, will get just a bit of a writer's block of, well, right. I don't know where to go with this. And to be honest, I mean, as, a, as an English major in college and as a writer, I, would, I know what that feels like. But I also think students need to take time and space away from this mm-hmm. process and be in a quiet place where they can just really reflect and think and, mm-hmm. and not, fe- again, feeling like there's this time constraint and I have to sit down and do it. So they need to be relaxed and rested and allow that process to sort of unfold. Sometimes the essays come at 3 o'clock in the morning, and that's when the real, the real essay really hits them. And they're like, oh, my God, that's my essay. But sometimes just, you've got to put pen to paper or if you're typing or whatever and just start typing, Mary had a little lamb. I don't care what it is. Just get the juices going and then let it sort of come out. Again, and don't edit yourself as you're going. Yeah. Because, again, kids want to, they like, well, I have this many words and this is what it has right. to be. And I'm like, we can do that later. Like, just start writing anything. Get something on paper. Students can sometimes get caught up in the notion that I want to say something the college really wants to hear versus <laughs> saying something that I want to say. And I can tell you that, you know, I would tell the students, if you start writing what the college wants to hear, you're going to sound like everyone else. And that's not going to serve anyone. So you need to, you've got to take that step back and not think about what, I, again, students feel pressure. Like, this is my time to get out in front of everything else and tell them everything. And the, the, the genuine kid that is able to talk about just something it can be very simple it can be something big or whatever but that just is their story to tell that is interesting it's not about what I need to hear and I don't need to hear another recitation of your resume in that application I mean this is this is your essay this is a time your your activities show up in another place don't write about all those specifics give us if you want to pick one of those things and talk about why you did that that's interesting to me. And I don't know about you, but I tend to, when I'm working with students and they get, they're sort of stuck and they'll say, we'll start talking about an activity or something that they do. And I'll just ask them, why? Why do you do that? And they go, I don't don't know. I've always done that. Well, 
when did you start doing that? Right. And it's that conversation, that interaction, that dialogue that sometimes they've never had before. And it's wonderful to be that catalyst because then for the first time they're thinking, why am I doing this? Why am I pursuing this extracurricular activity? Or why do I love math so much? Or why do I want to go look at the stars? It's the motivation. We want to know what's that, where's that spark? Where did that start? Because to me, that's really fascinating. And I, I think it help students to then see, well, wow, I have a I have a real curiosity about this particular thing, and I might be able to take that even further. But that's why I think, you know, we love the work we do is because you sort of, you see those light bulbs go off and you go, oh my gosh, like this is the path that this young person is going to follow and they're going to do great things. This process helps that to come out if we allow it. Having that conversation then, I like to just immediately, once the light bulb starts to go off, pen to paper, right. like you said, <laughs> right now, right, exactly. right now. Students tend to procrastinate these things, and when it, it they are doing it at the last minute, it it shows. And you know, while I think on the admission side, we you know we can be forgiving about some things. Obviously, they're teenagers, and we need to understand that. The fact is that the, the more competitive the school, the you know the the less that's happening. So we have to be careful as writers, I think, and young people to do get to get them going and. If they can start a little earlier, it does help them to work through some of that. But I think truly the it's the activities stuff that that is, is really one of the toughest things. It's writing about someone else that's not you. Because okay? they'll say, well, you know, this person really inspired me. And then they write the entire essay about, about the other person and not about themselves. And that doesn't work because I learned this much, you know, a small amount about the student. And I learned, you know, two pages about the other person. And that not helping. So I would say stay away from a, just a list of activities. And if you can, p- again, pick one that you can talk about the depth of why you're involved in that and why it's important to you, that's that's great. I love that. Sometimes, too, there's been maybe a, a tragedy within the family or something like that. Those are tough essays to read. Or the student has maybe has had a problem that they, they've they had an issue with maybe drugs or alcohol or bulimia or anorexia. They've had right. something like that, and they think that that's the time to write about it. And it may or, not, it may or may not be. I mean, there are times when that's appropriate and other times when we might mention a, a couple sentences about it. But we, as a college, we want to know that you're ready to come in and take on a, the college experience. So it's you've got to really tread lightly and really sure. get some good advice, I think, if that's the direction that you think your essay should go. Again, because people think, well, I should talk about the thing that's my biggest struggle. And I'm like, maybe not. One of the things we're talking about is the fears students have about writing their essays. And I wanted to give you a chance to listen to our student roundtable discussion and get your thoughts. Oh, this is great. Yes. <laughs> The first thing that I've always thought of is, what am I going to write about myself? We're not used to writing about ourselves, so I'm like, what am I going to write? What makes me different? Because everyone tells you, write something that makes you different from everyone else. You want to be the ideal candidate in your voice, but you don't want to make it obvious. You don't want to seem like you're trying too hard there. There was definitely that fear of inadequacy, that what I wanted to say about myself wouldn't be portrayed accurately, how I wanted to come across just wouldn't wouldn't be said because they, they see you in so many logistical terms. This is your only opportunity really, the essay is, to really show something that's deeply personal about yourself. And that's that's a lot of that's a lot of stress. So I think having to come up with a focus point really took a lot of a lot of thought and a lot of uh, critical thinking. That fear of this is my time to to write this particular thing. And they hear all these buzzwords, be yourself. And they're like, I, I don't know who I am yet. So sure. could you give me a little bit of advice on what you want there? Yeah. <laughs> so and I think 
where they are with it is is exactly sometimes where we where they need to be. They need to be sort of the part of this process is some struggle. It's not going to necessarily just oh I have the perfect essay. It, even students that walk in with that idea by the by October of their ju- senior year they go oh gosh I'm do- I'm doing something completely different now. So the struggle is learning about yourself and and learning how to talk about yourself and to find some sort of comfort level in that. Again, it's not something they do regularly, so it's it, it takes a little while to get there. But again, they're they're thinking about what is it that the college wants to hear and not about who I am. Going back to what you were saying earlier about journaling, when they are truly engaged and journaling maybe on a daily basis, I recommend. Um, <laughs> that's not always happening that they can find and tap into some of these nuggets that will get them beyond that initial fear. Exactly. Yeah. As one of our students said, finding the topic can be particularly hard. And so they talked a little bit more about it here. Okay. I realized that what I had to do was find out what what I wanted to say about myself. And then the second question to address my essay was always, why do I want to say that? So I think for me, for my main personal essay, there wasn't a specific event that I wanted to talk about. I more wanted to talk about growing up between several different cultures. I'm half Japanese, half Irish, so I've been to Ireland a lot. I go to Little Tokyo all the time, but, you know, I'm, a, I'm American. So I kind of wanted to write about that, and I wanted to, to write about how it kind of led to an interest in international relations. Mostly, I'm just kind of thinking about what have I been doing and what am I going to do this coming year? Or what have I done this last year that I really loved? Uh, what has my passion been throughout high school even before? Or what am I, what am I even reading? You know, what, what is this interesting to me that I could focus on, like Charlie's saying, focus? And what am I choosing to do? What is the most important thing that I think would really resonate with myself? So that way resonates in the essay. And the college officers will see that and they'll think, okay, uh, he cares. The experiences that I've been through, you know, everyone is different. Like they said, everyone's different and you have to talk about the experience in a way that it resembles who you are what you what you've done and what you the person you became I think you saw the thought process that they went through which I think was really interesting and uh, you know understanding that they have that story to tell but don't you think too that when you're that age not a lot of time has someone really sat down with you and really just said, so tell me about yourself. And I know at my school, we have them fill out a pretty extensive questionnaire of things that just asking them questions about themselves and their families and things like that. And it sort of gets us in a place where we can have that conversation and, and dig a little bit deeper. But I think a lot of students don't necessarily have that. And they don't have someone that's asking them those deeper questions. And so I think that can be difficult. Some of the things I would might do if I was a student, if I didn't have someone to work with, I might just pull a friend aside and say, hey, what do you think about these common application questions and this UC application question? Like, how about if we just quiz each other back and forth and just start asking questions? Or like, you know, those little, I have them on my desk at work, little packs of like questions, you know, for the car ride or whatever. And they're just sort of like questions about yourself and why, who you are and, and what you like, what you're interested in. And I think those can be great sort of conversation starters and they can get people thinking about things in a different way, thinking about what, you know, again, what you're most curious about, what your favorite holiday is or whatever. Those types of things can be a lot of fun. But I think the first girl, Charlie, made an interesting point about of all the things that, you know, you could write about. Like this is and that happens oftentimes in in the committee rooms when you're making decisions in admissions. When you're looking at those essays and you're thinking, well, of all the things that this student could write about, that's what they chose. And that can be positive or negative. 
So I think kids need to think about that, uh, that, that they are going to be, that, that this is going to be thought of in that, in that way of, of all the things that you had to choose from, that this, this was your topic. Why did you choose that topic? One of the other challenges I've seen is good old writer's block. Just even when they're like Charlie, who has a lot of ideas, but then they sit down to the right and something's getting in their way. Our students had a few things to say about that. I think a lot of times when I was stuck, rather than having a lack of ideas, it was I had too many. You know, I just there was so much that I wanted to say. So what I really had to do was find my focus point, like return back to to the basics you know, and whatever that took. If it was like honestly just taking a walk, driving around, listening to music for a while, clearing my head and just really getting down to to what it was I wanted to say about myself because really you're given 500 words you're you're very limited so you have to have to have that focus point so for me getting unstuck was just getting rid of the clutter and kind of returning back to what the main important focus point what would you say to Charlie if she came to you and she was stuck on her essay? I would tell her I love her. Are you kidding? She's she's got so many things she wants to write about. That's that's ideal. I think a lot of a lot of other students would would love to be in that position. No, but I mean that's sort of where where again we would want them to be is to write through a couple of those different prompts and and find the one that you can develop the the most fully of those prompts. And to remember, too, that on on a lot of applications, there are several different questions that they're asking. And so one essay may be your longer essay, and then something else might be a shorter essay than the application. So if they have a couple of different things they can write about, that's ideal. Kids don't necessarily get, and, and parents too, that it's not about like sort of you know who they are, what they want. It's about the college putting together a group of people that are going to come together and share experiences and learn together. And we have to we have to mix that up so it not everyone's the same. So we really have a really rich environment. And so I just I loved being able to do that when I worked at Hawaii Pacific University, which was incredibly just culturally diverse and bringing students together from all over the world and watching that magic happen was just fascinating to me. And then coming to the high school side 12 years ago now and working as a on the high school side, I've I mean, I love it just as much. It, it's just, to me, it, I have a, a very wonderful job. Truly, just um, watching watching a young person find, you know, they they have these ideas about what they're supposed to be sometimes. But when they start to really look at what they're curious about and what their motivations are, sometimes I can lead them in a very different direction. Truly, I feel like we're all here to do things that are important. And when someone tries to go off that path, it just doesn't work. <laughs> you know? So it's helping them find the path that, that really is the most enriching for them and their way to give back to humanity. And you get them, get their feet on that path and just watch that open up for them. And it really is a, a wonderful thing. I feel like, again, I feel so lucky that I get to be a part of that. One of the most rewarding things for me is seeing students learn about themselves yep. through the essay process. Here's what Charlie had to say about that. For me, it was in the process of writing, you know, what I thought I knew about myself. I just discovered, you know, so much about about who I was. I mean, first, there's the whole realization of this is like the reality from now on. You know, this is adult life, you know, and you kind of so you kind of see yourself evolve throughout the whole process with the prospect of, of college ahead. I think for me anyways, it was just appreciating where, where I was right at the moment. You know, it, it was so stressful, you know, during during the college process. It was it was busy. Senior year gets crazy. But you learn to appreciate being present with your family and with your friends in your community. And really, for me, it was like seeing that and and kind of seeing what I wanted to foster kind of later on in my life. Exactly what she's expressing is 
what we hope students will will experience during this. And when students talk about stress, you know, the stress of the college process, and when we really ask them, like, what do, what do you what do you mean when you say that there's stress around it? The stress is I'm leaving my family, and that's scary to me, and I don't necessarily know how to how to really talk about that. And sometimes parents get so excited about. Or they get sad about the process, and they but they want to just get excited about the paper, and they want to like make sure all the paper goes in the right direction and things like that. And instead of really developing like the conversation that they need to have right. with their child, and so that there's the stress of that, but the stress of again having to reflect on who I am, and that's exactly what she's talking about. And that, but when she's done that, at the other side of it, she goes, and I'm just really like I'm ready now for this adult experience, and. And you need to have that to move on to mm-hmm. that next place. So absolutely, we see it. And it's, I think it's the, she's very healthy in her approach. I think the thing that you know I struggle with most is that there are thousands of kids that don't have that opportunity. Right. They don't have someone to sort of let them know that this is, this is a, a great process, and it's healthy and wonderful, and it doesn't have to be stressful. Is it sometimes challenging? Sure it is. Because, again, you are trying to figure out who you are, and that, that's a lot. So I think shows like this to be able to put things out there for young people are wonderful. And I, I applaud you, Jenny, for doing oh, this you. because truly this is this can reach more people as opposed to, you know, I think we, we struggle that sometimes it's our, our work can be limited to the schools that we work at. Here in, in California, our public schools have very few counselors available and sure. it's unfortunate. So it's great work. So if you're listening, <laughs> listen to Terry. <laughs> so your student has overcome their fears. They've overcome their writer's block. They've learned about themselves, and the essay's gone out. Do you ever get <laughs> feedback from colleges about your students' essays? Yes. What, what do you hear? <laughs> Talking about the good, the bad, and the ugly. Well, I think what you know, students and families don't necessarily know or really understand is how much our our worlds collide from our because our colleagues on the college side or I mean I'm married to one so right <laughs> you know so you know there's a we, we're very very close and I think a lot of us that are, you know work in the in high schools have all worked in college admissions so we have our contacts and colleagues that are are give us great feedback about things so they're not hesitant to pick up the phone and call and say hey can I tell you about this and there's sometimes students will disclose certain things in an essay that we actually really need to know about so that we can really help a, a child get through something one final question. Do you have any other pearls of wisdom for students and families who are just heading into this process right now? As best you can, I think it's 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 good for students to get on to some college campuses, obviously, when they can. It doesn't mean that you have to drive far or do things. You can. There, there are schools all around us. We've been speaking with Terry Devine of the Francis Parker School in San Diego. Terry, thanks so much for your wisdom. A few parting words of wisdom about the college essay. Number one, recognize that the essay is within your control. You can write this. Carry that belief with you throughout the process, even when the going gets tough. Number two, the college essay is an opportunity. It's a chance to connect with who you are on a deeper and more honest level. Embrace this opportunity. Number three, start early. Waiting until the last minute and trying to crank out your essays days before the application is due just won't work. This is worth taking the time, so make the time. 
and do it right. Number four, perhaps the best exercise you can undertake in preparation for the college essay is to practice writing about yourself. Journaling gets you comfortable with the personal essay context and gets the college essay juices flowing. Journaling well before you start crafting the essay is a critical step to essay success, and it's also a great way to combat writer's block. Number five, writing the essay is only the beginning. The real work of the college essay is in the editing process. Viewing what you've written down with your own critical eye and getting other eyes on your essay as well is essential to crafting a good essay. Number six, as one of our student roundtable participants, Charlie, put it so elegantly, the writing process should help you discover something about yourself if you really dedicate the time to it. In the end, the essay is about providing a glimpse of who you are, not who you think you should be, not what others expect you to be, not a set of scores and grades, you. There is no one else quite like you, and the college essay is a wonderful opportunity to embrace that and let it shine. Tune in next Saturday at 9 a.m. as we discuss another important piece of the college admissions puzzle, finding your passion. I'd like to thank our students, Stephanie, Lucas, and Charlie, Terry Devine, and Colin Chalmers, my superlative intern and editor. If you'd like to learn more about my work with students and families, please visit thecolledge.org. That's T-H-E-C-O-L-L-E-D-G-E dot org. This is your host, Jenny Umhofer, on Access College on KPFK 90.7 Los Angeles. Until next time.